Welcome to the Geek Explorer Not Off-Topic Debrief. I'm Ben Robinson. I'm John Williams, and here we are to deliver our off-week fun time chat show. Uh, uh, we don't have a topic, that's why it is the off-topic, and uh, we debrief you on things that have been happening in geek news and our lives and just general shooting the shit shit. And this is also the show where we turn off the AC. Yeah, late. yeah, turn it off slightly after we start recording. Yeah. So, John, how you been? Um, probably not quite as good as you, because I bet your booth is nice and chilly now. With, I mean, it's that quickly fading uh, now yes. that I've turned it off. But uh, it was very nice a second ago. Um, I'm doing all right. I'm really tired, as per usual. Have you have you rehabbed from your Disneyland? No. Yet? <laughs> Gosh damn it, because. <laughs> I, I, um, so I'm sure I've mentioned it on the show, but for those who haven't been listening forever and to every episode, and it's possible that I haven't mentioned it on the show, I am a very, very light sleeper. Like any little sound will wake me right up. So I generally sleep with earplugs in. I've been having some ear troubles lately. Yeah, that, that's, that's next. Oh, right. I, maybe I'll have nose troubles after this. Just hit all the senses one yes. by one. Yeah, I can't feel things when I touch. No, that's your mother-in-law. You're gonna you're gonna bite your tongue off. Ugh. <laughs> yes, I can't speak or taste. Um, but I I haven't been able to sleep with earplugs, so the sound of the cat at night, and you know, if if those who have a partner who snores uh, can can relate to me on another issue. Um, so I don't know. I just have not been sleeping well and it's taking its toll. I, I near had like a panic attack today in Nordstrom rack when I, when I, uh, when I was hanging out with Angelina, there was just too much going on everywhere. And I was like, I need to get out of this fucking store right now. I'm overstimulated. I'm under rested. It was I, I would have been worried that I stepped through some sort of portal into the past and Nordstrom still exists. Nordstrom's I've, around? I've, I've not been to a Nordstrom in so long. No way, man. They're still around. It's not like like Woolworth or something. I, I don't know. It sounds like Woolworth. Nordstrom's. No, Nordstrom is like is like the like the upper crust like Macy's. I must only, I only know they're still around because they do a parade every year. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're doing well either. I know JCPenney ain't doing well. Yeah, no, not at all. But yeah, Nordstrom Rack is like the, like the, the Nordstrom outlet. Yeah, you know what you should look into? I hear about it on 90s Court all the time because they, they, they sponsor 90s Court and I guess uh, they both love using them. Uh, sleep phones. They're like a headband that does noise canceling and can play like, you know, white noise type stuff and or whatever you want them to and supposedly they're really good for light sleepers and they uh they look comfy it's like it's just just like a headband you put on yeah maybe i should try that brand because i i bought some from a different company whose name i won't mention because i don't want to yeah fuck them yeah it's, if, yeah, if they, well if they yeah it's like i don't want to give them business but yeah if i'm not saying yeah, something saying good garbage, about it, yeah then. um it was like lullaband you know like lullaby I mean, good play on words. Look at from that. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw an advertisement come on, uh, you know, of course, targeted advertising. That came up. I bought some, and they did not work. Like, they just straight up, like, like were, fall were off a your piece head or of shit. shit. No, I've got a big head, so they were a little tight. Apparently, they have a bigger size, but they were also, like, you had to, like, fidget with, with their cover and, and their, like, inputs and stuff to get it charged first off. And it just wasn't very well-designed. 
So I was like, fuck this. Uh, nope, not, not worth my time. But yeah, that, something like that probably is my best bet because it sits on the outside of your ear, so it's not you know, messing up the inside. Earplugs would drive me nuts trying to wear those while I was sleeping. I would they, not like that. They've got all. some small, soft ones that aren't so bad. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen the ones you have in your garage right there, and those are rough. That's what I started with. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not meant for long-term use, I don't think. I Googled it, and uh looks like the Bluetooth ones are like 100 bucks, so they better be pretty good. Oh, well, fuck that. I do not have an extra 100 bucks, But, I mean, I guess how much is sleep worth to you? Right? Sleep's important. I've spent, I, I, you know, that's one of a those A third things. of your life. Yeah. that's Well, I mean, I've spent a good amount of money on, like, a mattress I really like. Yeah. And Annie bought me, like, an $80 pillow. I hate it. And uh, she went and got, like, one of our shitty guest pillows because it was just fucking driving me nuts. And, uh... So she went and got like one of the old shitty guest pillows and it's like super flat and it's like a fake down pillow. And it has like, it's just like, it, it feels and looks like a shitty hotel pillow. Yeah. And I fucking love it. It's oh, man. so much better than that other fucking shitty pillow she got me. So oh, we've, we've, we've got some, some fancy pillows that, that were not cheap and that's not a brag. That's just a, I've, I've had a rough relationship with pillows. So when we, when we bought our mattress, yeah, um, you know, we, we were looking for comfort and they, they offered these pillows up and I tried it out. It's like, you know, it's got like gel and memory foam. Oh, was it like it's a like cooling, cooling pillow? Oh, yeah. Like it's, yeah. it is such that. a fucking nice pillow. They were like a hundred bucks, but mm-hmm. we, it was like buy one, get one free. So we're like, all right, 50 bucks a pillow. Like that's still more than what I need to spend. You know, when I could go to Walmart and get a pillow for like, you know, 12 bucks. But if it works and it's comfortable, it's yeah. totally fucking worth it. Man. I love it. Because getting shitty sleep on the regular will uh ruin your life tell me about it it's fucking awful makes you feel shitty and and like makes your brain feel slow and sluggish and stupid and makes everything overstim yeah it's every time i take a vacation i get home and i'm like oh my bed oh oh i love you so much i was gone for a week and i miss you i'm so glad to be home in your loving arms yeah when i was talking to angelina about it earlier about all the the issues i've been having you know, and, and like, you know, of course, not bringing it up in anger, but, you know, the, it's difficult to sleep through her snoring. Like, it, it's it's really loud, and it happens fairly regularly. Uh, she, she, you know, offered up that I could sleep in our kids' room because uh, she's off at her dad's <laughs> place for the summer. And, you know, we could lock it off and keep the sound out. It's like, thank you so much for, for offering up. Our kids' turbo uncomfortable twin bed. Yeah, like, I mean, you could go sleep on the couch or uh, get a hotel room. You know, just just fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it was so weird to me, and I couldn't be like, "Hey, how about you do me a favor and give me one night where you sleep in the kids' room?" Ah, eh? eh, she'd probably fit in the bed better. Has she ever tried like those snoring things? No, but I do have some of those strips. Maybe I should see if she. Yeah, see if that'll help. Yeah. Because I, I know snoring is an involuntary thing. Like, you can't you can't wake somebody up in the middle of the night and be like, hey, asshole, quit snoring. Because it's like, it just, it happens. Oh, fuck that. And when Annie snores, I'll, like, elbow her or, like, shove her and make her move. I'll ask Angelina to roll over, you know, especially when she's on her back and it's like the... No, if Annie's sleeping, I won't ask her. I'll just, like, move her, just, like, push her or, you know, just... Usually it's a slight adjustment will make it stop at least for a little while. I, I do have to say, sometimes I'll just sort of like bounce myself in the bed just enough to jostle her. So she'll be like, <laughs> and hopefully passive aggressive de snore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, smack her our to topic whoops. is sleep today, I guess. Yeah, huh? yeah. How, how, how have you been this week, Ben? <laughs> uh, I've been good. Working on the treehouse with, uh, with my boy. Uh, getting that thing built. Uh, lumber is stupid expensive right now, and uh, I don't like it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's coming bad. Together. You don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck lumber prices. So I spent like five hundred dollars on two by fours today, and it didn't seem like I got five hundred dollars worth of two by fours to me. That's what it is. Or that's what it's like uh, filling up your gas tank these days. Yeah. Like the other day, you know, normally my gas tank would get filled up on like forty five bucks, and the other day, I, you know, my gas tank wasn't all the way empty, but I had to put some in, so I put forty bucks in. I turned it on. I still have like. I only have three quarters of a tank. I was like, wait, what the fuck just happened? I can't fill my truck up anywhere or like without doing it twice because it, I hit the limit on all the gas stations. Oh, there's a limit? Yeah. It's usually like 90 bucks. Do you have two tanks on your truck? Nope. Just one. It's just 40 gallons. Oh shit. It's that's a big ass tank. That's it's a big fucking tank. It's a big truck. Yeah. So I put 125 in it and it almost gets me to full. Bonkers. Yeah. So, Ugh. That is not my grocery getter. That's for work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rethink asking you to uh, help me move anything because if I offer to pay for gas, that's more than I'm gonna want to pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I didn't know that. Ignorance was bliss. Well, just keep up with what you've been doing and uh, don't offer to pay for gas. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, geek stuff. Yeah. We got some, we got some, I think. Yeah. We could talk more about our lives and what's pissing us off like a bunch of grumpy old men. I've also got a hip problem that I've mentioned. Oh, my knee's been acting up. Yeah. Yeah, we we could just Is there a storm coming? <laughs> you feel it in your leg? If there is, it's coming every fucking day. <laughs> it's been coming for a long time. I'm going to talk to physical therapy later this week. Woof. Ugh. Um, yeah, I got some things. Not nearly as many things as uh, the last off-topic debrief where I was overflowing. This is a reasonably light week for me. Yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff, but a lot of it sucks, so... Or isn't very juicy, so... Yeah, yeah fuck it. Start with something night. juicy. Let, let's get our juicy stuff out of the way, and then we can go, all right, do we need to throw in this non-juicy yeah. crap? So, uh, I think this is pretty juicy. It's got, got my juices flowing. Ooh, Ooh. right, your, your loin juices... So oh, that uh, sounds so gross. It is. <laughs> it is the 35th anniversary of uh, Transformers the movie, the the greatest movie entry in the Transformers universe, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, they are finally coming out with a proper 4K transfer with uh, with HDR and Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos and fucking all the fucking fancy yeah, bells smell and vision yeah. The only thing that's got me concerned about it is that it's also, you know, like 4K in widescreen. And I'm like, well, it wasn't made in widescreen. So are you going to be cropping the top and bottom? Because I don't like Yeah. That. Or are you going to be stretching out the middle? Yeah, I don't like either of those. So that's the only thing that's got me kind of nervous. But uh, otherwise, it, it's coming with like a ton of special features. It's got like storyboards, deleted scenes, alternate uh, and extended scenes, uh, audio commentary with, um, with the director, uh, and some of the, some of the, like, uh, voice talent crew and cast. <laughs> I think the only voice talent is, uh, Susan Blue, who vo voiced, um, Arky, which. Woo! Pulling yeah. out all the stuff <laughs> right. for the 35th anniversary. You know, Peter Cullen's still alive, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> but it includes a, uh, like a, what, they, what they're describing as a deep dive documentary. 
called Till All Is One about the making of the movie. But it comes out August 31st, and uh, it looks pretty rad. I wonder if, uh, uh, oh my goodness, why am I blanking on his name? Your, your buddy from Authors and Dragons, who was here on our Transformers episode. Rick Wolteri. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to watch that and just be like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that one too. I like watching like- he knows it all. Yeah, like like top 10 things you didn't know about whatever property. When it's one I really love, I'm like, let's see how many of these I don't actually know. Do you leave snarky comments? No. Maybe when I was a uh, 25-year-old borderline alcoholic, that, that, where that's what I lived to do. Go on, go on the internet to message boards and just try to piss people off. <laughs> it's really easy. Just Mr. <laughs> Snark. Like that, that, that should have been my screen name. I was such an asshole. Like I, I remember going on to like a YouTube video for like this eight-year-old drummer playing Rush or something and just like pointing out parts that he <laughs> fucked up. I was such a dickhead. <laughs> Like, like, you know, it, it's good, but, but come on, everybody. Like he's, he's messing up all over the place. <laughs> like if you're going to, if you're going to post a video of yourself playing Rush, you should get it right. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> what an asshole I was. <sighs> to all zero of your posted videos, if you playing Rush. <laughs> um, well, speaking of 80s cartoon revivals. Yeah. It showed up. It is uh, the, the trailer for the new Masters of the Universe, Revelations by yes. Kevin Smith. Um, or at least show run by Kevin Smith and, uh, produced by the animation studio that's doing the, uh, the castle or that did the Castlevania series. Um, so it's got more of an anime bent, which it didn't, it didn't look overly anime at all. No, the character designs looked fantastic. Everybody was perfectly recognizable. They didn't change a lot of shit on costumes or anything. Uh, Skeletor was wonderfully monochromatic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it all looked good. Everybody looked like they should. Orko looked, it was the only one that they kind of, he looks like he had the most serious redesign and good because fuck Orko. Yeah, yeah. Orko sucked and he might not suck in this one. I would have been fine with them leaving him out. Like the, you know, the purist in me would not have really, it'd be like, yeah, no Orko. Oh, like they started, they opened it with Orko dying. I would have been like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. He-Man's on a vengeance mission for his good pal Orko. Like Skeletor finally got one of the yeah. masters. But they showed like a shot of him like either deflecting or producing some sort of big arcane looking blast. He was doing a magic. Yeah. So like, okay, cool. Maybe he will be actually worth a shit. That would be that would be a nice change. And we finally got to hear Mark Hamill's Skeletor voice, which is not far off from his Joker or Hobgoblin voices. Um, but, you know. It fit. We love him. Yeah, yeah. It didn't stand out as bad. Yeah. Um, I was watching regular show the other day and seeing skips and like hearing his voice that's like this and being like, wow, that's so wild that that's Mark Hamill. I didn't, know, I didn't even know that was Mark Hamill. I'm, I thought that was you that told me. Oh, no. It might have been. My memory is terrible. Did I hear it in a dream? Google, come to the rescue. Come on, answer phone. Yep, it is him. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wild. doesn't sound anything like the Joker. Yeah. I'm so stoked that I'm back in the regular show because it, it has like eight seasons and I think I only saw like the first two or three. It's a good fucking show. Too. Love it. Um, but Masters of the Universe. I am so stoked for this because as everyone knows, I fucking love me some Masters of the Universe. I don't think it quite blew my mind like 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 say like the 2002 series did i don't i don't know why like it it i don't know if i if i had a if i just had an internal uh expectation that was 
unmeetable or if I'm just old and I'm just not, you know, unless something's like shocking, it doesn't, uh, but like, like for me, it was like, yeah, like, here we go. Here's, here's He-Man looks like He-Man. Cool. Let's do it. I mean, yeah, you didn't get a whole lot of flavor for what the story is going to be yeah, or, you know, where that's going to go, but, uh, there's a lot of money shots. Yeah. It looked like He-Man looked like they're going to be some good fighting or at least some fighting from what I could see. It looked good, <laughs> yeah. But you couldn't see much. It was pretty there quick. There will be fighting. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, and the, the fucking music choice I thought was fucking <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Like as soon as it started kicking into the, to the, like the little choir part, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Is, is this what I think it is? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that was pretty slick. So, uh, yeah, I'm stoked about that. I will watch it. Yeah. I'll binge the fuck out of that. Um, I guess speaking of the animation team behind Castlevania, though the Castlevania series is over, they announced they are doing a, another Castlevania series focused on Richter Belmont next. No shit. Yeah. Because who was this one? Was it Trevor? It was Trevor, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it was from like Dracula's Curse. It was what Trevor, oh, yeah, what Trevor yeah, yeah. Belmont was from. And that and video game lore wise, that was a prequel to to the Simon games, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah, they're skipping well into the future with Richter. Yeah. Um, Give me my Simon. Yeah, so they're skipping Simon Belmont. But I always loved Richter. I, like he he was a shit. I went as Richter Belmont for Halloween one year. Oh, that's right. And, I saw uh, pictures. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. So I mean, that's really all they said about it. Except in, in Netflix's like announcement tweet. They they called they referred to Richter Belmont as the son of Trevor Belmont, and uh, I can't remember one of the Deets brothers called him out. He was like, uh, "Nope, I fixed it for you." And he wrote like, "Great, great, great, great grandson." <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So they're not fucking with the lore. It was well, just no. some dumb dumb. Well, yeah, because I think I think the last series took place in like the well, like fourteen fifteenth century, yeah. yeah, and the new ones in like the nineteenth century. So like. That's 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 a ways apart. Yeah, Belmonts don't live that long. No, they're just humans. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's cool. I'm excited to see that. I need to catch up on the Castlevania series in general. I, that's not something that I can get Angelina into. So I just have to, I just have to think of that in one of those moments where it's like, okay, I have time to watch one or two episodes of a half hour TV series. You know, what am I going to watch? Like, I I, I went through. The other day, I had like a little time to myself because Angelina would, was doing something with her coworkers, and I must have started like four different movies, and then like a couple minutes in, just be like, I don't have time to watch this movie. What am I doing? I'm just gonna watch all the setup for it, and you know, then I put on like a casual movie where I could just watch some and be okay turning it off. I'm like, I don't want to do that. It's a movie. Like I should have thought of Castlevania in the moment. I'm done binging Curb. Like that was my that was my go to, but. Well, now's your chance. Yeah. I just got to think of it. Oh, shit. I should have led the episode with this, Ben, but happy Superman Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a third birthday for me. Yeah. Or second birthday. Third, third. third special day. Like, I, I always try to think of, like, who gets the special days? There, There's birthdays. There's Christmas. I guess there's Father's Day now. So so those are my three. So maybe it's a... But then again, my my kid is always at her father's place on Father's Day, so I don't I don't get to celebrate it. Angelina's like, let's do something. I'm like, you're not my kid. You know, my kid's not here. Like, it just sort of bums me out. I just kind of yeah. want to be alone. But... Celebrate Superman Day instead. Yeah. So yeah, this, this is this is Father's Day. Or fa- yes, 
Well, I can't really say that because my father's around and I can celebrate his father's day. The, this is the father of superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm very stoked. I, I spent it going and I went to A1 Comics and picked up a, a Superman thing. And uh, even though I technically bought it last night, I paid for it last night on their uh, their live sale auctions that they do on Instagram uh, Fridays and Wednesdays at uh, from five o'clock to eight o'clock. They're really fun. I finally joined it on one. Do they have live in, like live events on Instagram, like video and shit. Yeah, live stream events, and the, you basically use just a uh, a chat window to to claim things. So they'll put books up uh, like according to letters that they have on their wall. And you'll just be like, claim B. And then they'll pull that aside and be like, thank you, so-and-so, and set it aside for you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I got, got, a, got a, a Superman thing and another book. And then you got to go pick them up? Yeah. I, there is an option to, like, pay online and, like, with PayPal and then have them ship them to you. But I like going into the store anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they've, they've been good to us. They've been uh, putting our Space Oddities book up on the uh on the wall there and apparently like they've sold a bunch of them so we got a, we got a lot of people out there who got their hands on our comic book through them um we haven't got any death threats or anything yet so that's good yeah yeah, yeah. and now's <laughs> as good a time as any to, to say if you would like one of your own or if you want to find out more you can uh uh go to space oddities comic.com or you can uh, you can just shoot us an email. Say you want one. Uh, we can do PayPal or Venmo, and we'll ship one out to you, packed nice and tight in a Gemini mailer. Um. So, uh... <laughs> not a very good segue topic. Speaking of days, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess uh, speaking of uh, comic books that. Uh... Since we were talking about our our book and yeah. Superman, and Netflix did their big Geek Tweak thing. One of the things was like a look behind the scenes of of the Sandman series that they're putting together. No shit. And uh, the sets look good. Like it was showing like the sets and some of the props, and like Neil Gaiman was doing like a tour through there, and uh, he seemed very impressed. And if he's happy with how things are going, I'm happy with how things are going. Yeah, he's not doing an Alan Moore like hating it automatically. Yeah, and and he he has got a good. Uh, a good reputation in my my book for adaptations. Like he's got a good eye for it. So yeah, he's involved and he's and he is giving it the thumbs up. I'm excited. Should be good. I really need to go and read me some Sandman. I really haven't done any sort of dive on it at all. It, it was it was too high concept when it was first coming out for for my young brain. And you know the art was too wacky. But I I feel like nowadays I could appreciate it. Yeah, I know. I read the first couple trades mm -hmm. and uh but it was a long time ago but i remember enjoying it so yeah before it comes out i'll probably go through and uh thumb through them again read them again yeah yeah try and get all the way get them or, digitally so so you don't have to go out yeah. and try to track down all Definitely. the trades it's easy to do that even though that seems blasphemous yeah the, the whole geek tweak thing was was okay like put out like a three hour stream every day and uh yeah don't watch that it's like 89% garbage and they've got like links to all the clips that you can watch somewhere else that are important. Otherwise it's just like three or four people like talking about the stuff and joking around and uh, wasting my time. Yeah. So, uh, no, thank you. And, and a lot of the stuff they announced was very, uh, you know, it was like, here's your first look at this. And it was like a, an image like, that's not a first, I guess it is a first <laughs> yeah, look technically in like the most limited sense but yeah you know 
that's not anything. Someone put together a graphic real quick for the live action Resident Evil thing that says Resident Evil and has a uh, a picture of uh, I th- think it was Chris Redfield in profile. I like that. That's a good sign if you're not sure. That doesn't tell me anything. Fuck you. <laughs> and some of their other stuff was very uh, I don't know, it just seemed kind of random and didn't really get me excited about the things that they were talking about. So it, it, it certainly isn't worth going back and watching 15 hours of shit for. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, speaking of uh, first looks that mean almost nothing, um, I thought we got a uh, a DC League of Super Pets trailer earlier this week. Like I saw a headline and I made a note to go watch it. So I went to go watch it for the show. And it's not really a trailer at all. Like Crypto kind of comes out and it's got like the John Williams Superman score and like the big League of Super Pets title comes up and Crypto flies off. But then it just goes to a list of actors. So it was just like a casting announcement, essentially. Um, So we've got uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson playing Crypto. Uh, You got Kevin Hart playing Ace the Bat Hound. And I'm not sure, like, it didn't say who everyone was playing. It then went into just like a big list after that. And it's so we've got John Krasinski, Kate McKinnon, Natasha Leone, Diego, Diego Luna, Vanessa Bayer, and Keanu Reeves. So yeah. they're at least ponying up for, uh, yeah, they're paying for voice talent. Yeah. And I mean, even though Keanu Reeves isn't known as like the most expressive person on earth, I really enjoyed his. I mean, this is probably, this is more writing than anything, but in uh, Toy Story 4, when he played the, uh, shit, why can't I remember the name? But basically the, uh, the evil Knievel, the stuntman. Yeah. Stuntman Steve, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, he, he did a really good job in that, so why not? But I don't know. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, here he comes again. I, I, I don't, I don't really care for him as an actor, so... I think you are in the minority because he seems to make a lot of money. It's a stupid world we live in. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I care about a uh, super pets show in the first place. No. Like, is yeah. this for small children? It sounds like. Yeah. And I, well, it's a, it's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. It's not going to be a series. That makes more sense with, yeah. the, with that roster. Yeah. I mean, the animation on crypto looked really good, but I don't see Dwayne Johnson's voice for crypto. I don't know, but. Whatever. I see a list that also says Kevin Conroy, so maybe he cameos as Batman in that. That'd be good. Yeah. Maybe get some Tim Daly as Superman. Um, but yeah, it's coming. Get ready for it. <laughs> I guess if we're talking uh, superhero-related stuff that uh, I that maybe no one's excited about. Zack Snyder. <laughs> no. Um, no, apparently a uh, Sylvester Stallone superhero movie may have come out in theaters <laughs> yeah, maybe like like i heard about this like last week a movie called samaritan <laughs> starring sly stallone as like a a retired superhero and some kid like you know finds out that he's supposed to be dead and some kid finds out that he's still around and you know it's some sort of touching story thereafter i don't fucking know but it was supposed to come out on the 4th of june yep everywhere that you look online still says it comes out on the 4th of june which is weird because that's a tuesday yeah yeah, there's no trailers. There's not even a movie poster. There is zero hype about it at all. It's got like a listing on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb and Screen Rant and all that, but no reviews, no score. Uh, it's not a, like I looked on Fandango to see if it was out in any theaters around me. It's not. So like, is this just like a money laundering st- scheme for 
Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> is he trying to like pad his taxes with some giant flop where he, they spent all this money on a movie and it just. Yeah. Cause it is, it is a uh, Balboa productions and MGM who are uh, executive producing it. Yeah. Or, or does, or maybe MGM think just thinks it's a huge piece of shit and they just want it to go quietly into the night. I you have know, no idea. It's interesting. I didn't uh, I didn't put together the June 4th being a Tuesday thing until just now, but Tuesday is the day when DVDs get released. So I wonder if it is just direct to uh, to DVD. I don't know. It's, and they're I mean, just not doing any VOD because it sucks. Everything's, yeah, everything's said in theaters, but who the fuck knows? I, it was just. It's weird. Yeah. I was, when I saw it, I was like, wait, what is, how have I not heard of this? And I looked up, looked kind of like looked for anything I could find on it. Like, you know, I, I thought I found a trailer on YouTube, but it was from some like other Stallone movie from 2019 that someone had renamed the Samaritan, uh, probably just to get views. I mean, we should, we should title this episode Samaritan. Yeah. Yeah. Post on you full movie. Put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. And like, like there were set photos and stuff with him with like a Mm -hmm. flannel jacket and shit. And like, I found a video where it was like somebody with a phone recording him, like thanking the cast and crew and shit and like talking to the kid co-star. And, but I don't know, is that, was that just put up there to, to strengthen the, uh, the conspiracy? Let's get to the bottom of this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Make it look like they did a production and, uh, he can, he can claim all that money as a loss and, uh, you know. I have no idea what's going on. It's really bizarre yeah. how how little information there is about this thing and how no one's hyping a movie that, you know, millions of dollars were spent on, supposedly. Yeah, it's got Stallone and it's a superhero movie. Like, those two things right. are still both bankable. Like, I'm curious, if it comes to a theater, I'm curious, like, I might go see it just out of, you know, wry curiosity. But yeah. uh, that would be a, a, a very risky strategy for them. <laughs> well, speaking of aging action stars and uh, movies that are or are not happening, uh, on the other uh, on the other end of the spectrum with this one that appears like it's not happening, we've got a movie that finally is happening. Do you know what started shooting this last week? I don't. Indiana Jones Five, oh, motherfucker. Barf. Yep. On set, Harrison Ford in the jacket, in the hat. You got fucking Mads Mikkelsen. You got Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Man, this fucking thing is happening. There's even fucking trains and some props with swastikas on it, whether it's going to be a flashback or Nazis coming back in the 70s. I don't know. I'm fucking pumped. James Mangold is is directing. He directed Ford v. Ferrari. He directed uh, Logan. Uh, going back to Stallone, he directed Copland back in the day. That may have been his feature debut or like his first or second movie. This dude is fucking talented. So to be honest, I'm actually really glad Spielberg's not doing it. I think somebody else with a with a different take who who is a talented fucking filmmaker in their own right, who like like if they're doing like Logan for Indiana Jones, which Logan essentially was unforgiven for Wolverine. I don't know if they're going to do that. I, I bet they do. I bet this is the last one. Harrison Ford's going to be fucking 80. I would be curious. That would be, that could be interesting. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think this is Indiana Jones's last ride. I think, I think with all the, like with a lot of the stuff Disney has done over the last few years, uh, there's, there's, oh, there, there's some really cool stuff they could do. However, I'm with their track record. I'm doubtful they're going to do it. 
So I'm going to keep my expectations very low and hope to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. I'll 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 be the opposite end of the spectrum. I'll be the yin to your yang, uh, the 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 sweet to your sour, the yum to your yuck. So uh, yeah, okay, cool. I'm I'm just fucking stoked it's happening because there you know like. I know I've referenced him on the show before because I, I like his show, but John Campia, you know, has always had this, uh, this like, I'll believe it when I see it, um, attitude towards that. And rightfully so, because, yeah, yeah. you know, they've been talking about it for years. Harrison and Ford is old. He's going to be 80 next year when this movie oh. comes out. Yeah. So I hope they don't kill him. I don't think, I don't think they would, unless it's like a book ended, you know, like 20 years later, he dies a, a peaceful old man. At a hundred. No, I mean like actually kill Harrison Ford during <laughs> filming. <laughs> no shit. I mean, like, he's still fucking fit, man. Like Cause, he's because I definitely don't want to see a like CGI Indiana Jones walking off into the sunset at the end because he's dead. See, yeah, and I'm I'm scared of the like de aging flashback, if that's yeah. what that Nazi stuff is. Um, I'll accept it, I guess, but. Ugh. Um, it, they don't need to do a flashback. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just not necessary, yeah. but it, that's never stopped Disney before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hopefully they don't, they don't pull a fucking Luke Skywalker or Leia or fucking Grand Moff Tarkin with it. Um, but to be honest, like all we've talked about in the past about Indiana Jones and bringing them back and how stoked I am, like I'm ready to see the last Indiana Jones movie and I want it to be good. If not, I've got the original trilogy, but I've I've got I've got high hopes and I'm okay with it ending now. And and if they want it, I mean to be honest, if somebody thought they could do something really cool with a new actor playing a young Indiana Jones for like a, a Disney Plus series, I'm open to it. You know, it does for some I don't know why I'm I'm not as precious about Indiana Jones as like like the whole Han Solo thing bothered me. I'm like, this kid doesn't look like fucking Han Solo. But for some reason, I'm more open for Indiana Jones, a, a, a character who I love exponentially more than fucking Han Solo. I yeah, don't know. I mean, that's probably why, because you just want more. You don't. Oh yeah. Your desire for more indie outweighs your desire for purity. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna shit on you know other actors that aren't Christopher Reeve playing Superman because I want more yeah. Superman. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know, and I I, I get it. And I hope they do it as a final Indiana Jones, if they do, you know, where it's, it's closing it out and putting a nice bookend on it. Yeah. And they don't like end it with like a setup for someone else taking over. Yeah. Like, like, ugh. I remember several years ago, a bunch of people just saying like, hey, make the MacGuffin the Fountain of Youth and then have Chris Pratt come out after he goes in the Fountain of Youth. And like, Fuck off. I'm so glad nothing like that happened. Chris Yet. Pratt. <laughs> Everyone wanted fucking Chris Pratt because he's so fucking charming and he's so funny everyman guy. And I don't fucking... I loved him as Andy in Parks and Rec. I loved him as Star-Lord in the first Guardians, but I am, I am just... I'm tired of that guy. Yeah, I mean, unless he could play a good indie, I guess. Like, I haven't seen it. If he comes in playing Chris Pratt, then uh, no thank you. Yeah, it just seems like that's what he does. You know, even in a movie like Passengers, you know, which is very much not a comedy. Like, it's still, he's still just Chris Pratt. Sorry, dude. Prove me wrong. I know you're listening to the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I guess continuing on the vein of aging action heroes. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme has a new movie coming out no called shit. The Last Mercenary. 
He's doing the splits in it and kicking some ass still. And it's it's billed as an action comedy, which I'm stoked about because he is uh, he's had a few gems over the last few years where uh, he does the action thing and pokes fun at himself. Are you speaking of Jean-Claude Van Johnson? Yeah, that and JCVD, the, mo- the movie JCVD. Both of those were fucking great. We, Angelina and I, this last week, I believe, like I got her to watch the first episode of Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Oh, it's so good. And yeah, like she, she liked it, but we, we haven't watched the second episode yet, but I think I'm going to push for it. Cause I only ever saw like the first three episodes back yeah, in the day. And it's fell fucking off. brilliant. And this one seems a little bit more serious, but it's still, you know, it's billed as a comedy and had, you can see there's a couple like little joke things in it. And, uh, like I think action comedy in the vein of like a Jackie Chan flick, you Okay. Know? And, uh, fuck yeah, I'm all for it. I love Jean-Claude Van Damme. The guy's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's really had a weird renaissance where like he could have slipped into like Steven Seagal's territory, you know, coming out of, uh, out of the, the, the eighties heyday, but he stayed, stayed in a good spot. And I I guess he was in a, like in a bad spot for a long time. Yeah. Like he was depressed and fucking shit wasn't going well. And you know, like, like the, the kind of the impetus behind JCVD was that, you know, he was fucking a bit down and out, uh, you know, down and out for a former star. Like he wasn't like living under a bridge and eating, you know, half big McMuffins out of the trash or anything. Yeah. But he wasn't having his like eight person, all females except him orgies every night that I'm sure yeah. he was having with Coke everywhere <laughs> and like champagne and shit. So, and he, and he seems like a really cool dude too. Like I, I would totally hang out with him over steven seagal yeah day of the i've week. i've seen him in some interviews and he's hilarious there was one on collider back before the big implosion uh that he he came on a couple years ago and he was fucking hilarious so yeah i'm, I'm stoked to see he's getting more work and uh it's on netflix so i won't have to pay anything to watch it even better yeah um hey speaking of oh no shit it's not on netflix damn it for a second, I thought it was, and I was like, oh, did you just, like, spoon-feed me a segue right there? Because I don't have one. Um, well, I've got another trailer to talk about. All right, yeah. No, they've been coming. Wait, was it, oh, did you see a Jean-Claude Van Damme trailer? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of trailers, woo, there we go. Um, this has nothing to do with with geek stuff at all. It's just, it's a movie, and there are movie geeks out there, and, I mean, it does star Andrew Garfield, so he, he was Spider-Man. At one point. So uh, there we go. There's our tie. But I watched this trailer for uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. It's a, uh, a biopic based on uh, the the story of the televangelists, uh, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, from back in the like 70s through 90s. Or maybe, yeah. no, maybe it was 80s. I can't remember. It was, it was, in, it was happening in our childhood. Yeah. Yeah. I remember but it was the big it. explosion, but like, I don't remember the Bakers so much. Like I remember them in name, but I remember when we were kids, like the big one was Kenneth Copeland. Like yeah, he, yeah, he was be on late night TV asking yeah. you for money for God. Yep. Um, but this trailer just fucking captivated me. Like, I don't really? know what it is, like the music selections and the scenes they put in there and the way the trailers cut, like it has me hooked. And, uh, I don't want to, uh, let's see. Anytime I've introduced somebody to this trailer, I'd be like, try to guess who the fucking actress is playing Tammy Faye because it does not look like her. They've, they've used, they've given her like a prosthetic jaw. Like, like, yeah, they, they've made her up 
there's probably like 10 hours of makeup every day. Fuck. Probably. Yeah. On the level of like when, uh, when Gary Oldman played Winston Churchill, you know, where like he just, he disappears into that. Gary Oldman does that all the fucking yeah, time. He's fucking though. That's kind of his shtick. He's real good. I think I've said that's Gary Oldman more times than I've <laughs> said that about any other <laughs> actor. Yeah. Um, so go check out that trailer. It, um, uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye. It looks like it's going to be a, a good flick. It's it's a biopic. It, they're definitely making a sympathetic character out of Tammy Faye. Interesting. Um, yeah. So um, I'm glad you said biopic, not biopic. I don't like biopic. Really? Because it sounds like a medical procedure. It told. It took me a long time to come around to biopic because I liked biopic. I, I liked the way it sounded. It sounded more uh, more uh, proper. To me, like a biopic, you know, like a biography. It's not a biography. So <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair, but I, I think in, in Britain, they say biopic. I bet they do. Those yeah. limey bastards. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it, I, I never even questioned it. I thought it was just like, oh, whatever you want to say. I like biopic. Cool. Um, and then when I was watching like a, a YouTube chat show, a while back, like they started giving shit to a guy that was said biopic and everyone's just like, you fucking idiot. It's biopic. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's fucking rude. I don't know if I'd go that far, but yeah, I just, it doesn't sound right to me. I can see that. Oh, I'm going in for my, for my, my, my spleen biopic procedure. Boy, I don't have anything from trailers or televangelists in my list. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have televangelists. <laughs> Anyone named Jim or Tammy Faye? Uh, no. Um, so without any sort of segue here, uh, what'd you think about Loki? I watched uh, the, the first the first episode came out, and and I'm not going to fall into Disney's trap. I, I think we should talk about our first impressions, and then we'll talk about it when it's over. I don't want it to be like a WandaVision thing where we talk about it every week, every two weeks for the entire time that it's airing, just playing right into Disney's hands. Well, apparently it got like the, the highest, uh, premiere watch ratings of all time on Disney plus. So I don't think they need us beat out the Mandalorian. Nice. Um, I enjoyed it. Angelina fell asleep in like 15 minutes, but she'd also had some wine. I think it is, it, I mean, it was 40, 50 minutes of setup. It is all setup. Yes. But, um, but I, I thought it was enjoyable. I liked Owen Wilson. Yeah. And I like the tone that they were going with it. I think it, I think it fits Loki as a character. And I think his, you know, his personality played well with what was going on. And even though it was a lot of setup, they still managed to keep it pretty entertaining. Yeah. And, and even though there was, of course, because it's a Marvel property, a good bit of the jokey joke. There were some some good serious moments in mm-hmm. that. Like there there were some some emotions that Tom yeah. Hiddleston was going through uh, without giving anything away. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested to to see where it goes. Yeah, and they got to reuse that scene from you know the Avengers movie a third time. <laughs> yeah. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> just getting their mileage out of that fucking thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely going to keep watching. I, yeah. They, they got me interested, uh, and I'm, I'm curious where they're going with it. So are you still paying for Disney Plus, or is it mine that's nope, still on I'll your TV? No, I watched it on yours, because okay. it's still on there. And why not, you know? I don't watch stuff on there very often, so. Good, because otherwise they'd track it down. We'd both be in big trouble. No, but that's how I knew you watched it. Oh, yeah? Because it was blue underneath. 
Like, oh, John watched it. I watched already. it last night. <laughs> um, let's see. What do I got? Well, we're at fifty minutes. Ooh. Okay. Time to wrap things up. Yeah. You want to go to recommendations? Do you have anything big and important? Um. No. Okay. I mean, good. Got a bunch of little things, but uh, but none of we don't need to talk about it. We're going long anyway. Okay. Fuck them. Uh, recommendations. I would like to recommend a couple of comic books that, uh, that crossed my path. I've read a bunch of comics this last week, but, um, I'd like to shine a little light on two of them. One is by, uh, DC comics. They're, they're, it's a horror comic that they're putting out. I think it's on their, on their black label. So you can be, um, you can say fuck, you know, it, it's sort of taking the place of what vertigo was. It's called the nice house on the lake. Um, it's by, uh, James Tenyon the fourth, who's uh, been writing a lot of stuff lately. He's, he's getting his name around. Um, and the, um, artist Alvaro Martinez Bueno, I believe is his, uh, his name. He's got good right in his name. <laughs> yeah. No shit. How could you go wrong? Yeah. It's really good. Uh, without giving anything away, it's, it's got a, uh, it involves a mysterious character and then a entertaining cast of characters and, the end of the world. So it's light, you know, light fair. And yeah. Not a lot of consequences. <laughs> um, and then the other one is, uh, came out this week. I read it right before coming over here. So I added it to the list is the six sidekicks of trigger Heaton or trigger Keaton. Um, it's, it's sort of like, so, oh shit. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Let's say there there is a a uh, there's a mystery in it, and the the titular character Trigger Keaton is like it's like what if Chuck Norris was the biggest arrogant egomaniacal fucking asshole in the world? Like it's this guy who's like, yeah, I mean he's kind of he, he's he's in a uh, he's in a TV show called Martial Art, oh, which I love, but but like when the camera's not rolling. He is just a fucking irredeemable asshole fucking shitbag. And he's had sidekicks throughout the, uh, I don't know. Read the book. Just do it. Take, take my word for it. There's a mystery in there. The sidekicks have to solve a mystery. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so for my recommendations, I got a couple of them. Uh, one's a YouTube channel because uh, apparently that's all I do is watch YouTube, which is not entirely inaccurate. I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Like it more than TV a lot of the time. Hey, good. Keeps my Disney Plus safe. A channel that I've watched for years, and I uh, and I, I absolutely love it. I think it's it's great. Is uh, AVE? I think it stands for Arduino versus Evil, which is weird because it, 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 it at least most of the stuff I've seen has nothing to do with Arduinos at all, other than he's got a bunch of like CNC machines and shit. But uh, it's this Canadian guy uh, who. Um, you know, I don't know his. I don't know if he's ever said his real name. You never see his face. You just see his hands, and uh, he's just—he's a colorful fucking machinist. He is known as Uncle Bumblefuck, largely, and uh, that's probably on his uh, birth certificate. He's just—he's super funny to listen to. He's got all these little sayings and and uh, colloquialisms, I guess. And uh, he talks about fucking machining and... He fucks machine. Well, never mind. He talks about fucking machines. No. He <laughs> talks about, like, like, machining and, you know, he, like, takes tools and, like, pulls them apart. Talks about, like, w- you know, how they're made and, and why they're pieces of shit or why they're good and compares <laughs> shit. And uh, it's just thoroughly entertaining to listen to the guy. It's uh, Skookum as Frig. 
I'm guessing people who watch that YouTube channel will get that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I want to recommend is uh, the Elegoo Mars 2 Pro. I bought one of those. It's a like a 3D resin printer. I was wondering if you were going to mention that. And it's fucking bad as fuck. I'm going to, I've started printing a few minis on it. I'm going to print more. Uh, the de- level of detail that it that it does is fucking miles above yeah. the FDM printer I had. I saw a thing you printed and it was impressive. Like now I was like, oh, oh, I need to get some 3D artist to design a little figure for me. Yeah, absolutely. And so like, it's just, it, it's kind of smelly is the only downside because <laughs> the resin's got an odor to it, but uh it, the the pro's got like a carbon filter, so it captures some of it. But I mean, it's it like each layer is only five microns, you know, so it's a five one hundredths of a millimeter. Damn. So it's just it's yeah, fucking. It was awesome. smooth, and that was the big difference from your old ones that it was all ridged and and yeah. ripply. Yeah, you could see all the layers, and it had like little bits of melted plastic and shit on it yeah. that you'd have to clean off. Like I didn't do any post processing on this thing at all, and it looks wonderful that's fucking slick i'm really excited yeah i printed my my daughter a couple things for a cosplay she's gonna do like she she was gonna buy like this badge it's from some uh was the saga of tanya the evil sure an anime and a manga um she's she's so she's dressing up as one of the characters from that and i was like there's a little badge that she needs she was gonna buy one on fucking amazon for like 20 bucks and uh found an stl for it printed it out cost me like 50 cents in resin we need to just think of things from show like like we should have like star trek you know next generation oh, yeah. badges absolutely that we, that we can wear I, yeah we should do that I, yeah i could do that tonight it'd probably take like an hour do it we'd have two of them yeah let's paint them up the other cool thing about the resin ones is if you fill the bed all that matters on time is height because it basically uses an lcd screen because it, 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 the resin cures by uv light weird so Anything that's on the each layer takes the same amount. It's two and a half seconds regardless. So it's just how many layers is what the height is. And uh, so if you, you know, if it's a bunch of short things on the whole tray, they'll print super fucking fast. So we could print tons of communicators. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fucking rad. Oh, we need to do, we need to print our own like fucking resin pen, like for space oddities. Yeah, we can. We could do all that now. Whoa, shit. Next Kickstarter, get ready. Yeah, so uh, if you guys uh, let us know what a cool thing I should print is. Yeah, yeah, we uh, can offer it up. I'm shopping for ideas here. I want to print something neat. It's, uh, it doesn't have a huge build area. It's probably only like three by five inches maybe. Okay, so if I'm doing a toy, I got to keep it below five? Yeah, well, three by five on the plate, and then I think it, go, then oh, it, it okay. can go up to like six or seven inches tall okay so and and you could always you know if you, you do if you break the model into parts and pieces you know you could print something bigger yeah and then it put it together yeah. You know, but so yeah yeah if, if you guys uh give 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 me some ideas on neat shit to print i mean for a little beefy i'd have to have a base anyway like a base plate for it to stand on because they'd yeah. never stand on those peepy little legs no way yeah no way oh cool all right well, uh, if you want to let us know how we did today or any other episode, uh, hit us up at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Find us on the social medias, Facebook, Geeksploration, the podcast page, Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast, or Twitter at Pod. You can call us um, at 916-ORC-TURD. That is 916-O-R-C-T-U-R-D. And, um, oh, real quick, special thank you to... Um, Ben's Scoutmaster buddy who uh, oh, who yeah. went ahead and uh, he fa- he knew about my love for the Prince Batman soundtrack 
and uh, and found one when he was he just cleaning out I something. Think he, yeah, I think he said he was cleaning cleaning out somewhere in his house, and he found like a it's like a it's an awesome like little round. It's a tin. tin, yeah. It's got the bat symbol on it. It's got the the soundtrack from the '89 movie, and then like a little booklet that goes along it with a bunch of like pictures from the movie and shit. It's fucking rad. Yeah, I listened to that on my way home that night, and it was like the perfect time. Like it ended right when I got home. I introduced uh, Arms of Orion to Angelina. We're going to learn how to how to sing that because it's Prince and Sheena Easton. And oh, she always yeah. wants to sing duets. So, yeah, I, I, I introduced that to her earlier. We're fucking in. Well, so, so you thank gotta, you. You got to sing the Prince part. Fuck yeah, I do. Oh, I'm on nice. that one. I've, <laughs> I've, been, I've been working on that for 30 years. <laughs> Uh, and if you enjoyed today's show uh, or any of the others, go give us a five-star review at uh, Apple Podcast or Podchaser. Uh, we've got swag at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com and uh we are brought to you by the geekly grind podcast network and yeah. website with other stuff uh and our theme song is celebration by kevin mcleod of incompetech.com bye everybody see you later Hello, Geek Explorers. My name is Jeremy, and I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind, a site dedicated to all things geeky. From video games to anime, D&D, board games, comics, and more, since 2015, we've worked to provide fresh geek content and reviews weekly. A big part of our content expansion has been the creation of our very own podcast network, of which this very show has become a part of. If you're listening to this, chances are you need no introduction to the awesome commentary that John and Ben are serving up weekly on everything from Saturday morning cartoons nostalgia to recapping Disney's latest crazy announcements and much more. However, if you're looking for more podcasts to fill your commute, or maybe you have a new working from home arrangement, we've got a few other shows to spotlight that would be a great addition to any geek's media menu. First, there's Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a fantastic series that spotlights anime and manga, new and old. On Mondays, they review more recent releases, while Fridays are reserved for older titles. Anime not really your thing? How about comic books? Join Lance and Chris over at Comic Book Keepers as they discuss comic books, heroes, and their impact on our lives. Maybe you're a big Dungeons & Dragons fan. Well, I would invite you to join the Knights of the Rolled Table, a comedic and family-friendly audio drama featuring a cast of improv actors bringing their unique flair to D&D. Whatever your geeky interests, chances are we've got a podcast for you, and we're excited to offer convention access, giveaway content, and more as part of our partnership with Geek Exploration in the future. See you out in the Geekosphere.